Welcome to Happy Hour, a work, culture and lifestyle show. We're your hosts, Penny Blackmore and Brittany Bowering. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. We're back. Thanks for giving Super us a literal two-month break. <laughs> yes, we did take a substantial break. Um, and to be honest, I feel like that's okay. You know, I feel like everyone understands. I hope like, they do. Yeah. Everybody needs a holiday every now and again, and especially in this wild, wild world that we're living in. Mm, I wish it had actually been a holiday, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, actually. When I say holiday, of course, it wasn't. Yes. And how are you, Britt? break. After all this time? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, Bit of a strange, bit of a strange start to the year. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a... As you know, Penny, a near-death experience. Oh, I was going to tell your story um, for you. Because <laughs> I was like, this is so funny. I can't wait to embarrass Brit on the podcast. Look at that. I'm just going into it embarrassing myself. Good idea. Right? Yeah, Here we own go. It. Yeah, it's always better that way. Um, yeah, so basically I started the year, like the first week of the year, with these really aggressive headaches and it was really horrible and it lasted you know these headaches were kind of like lasting for days so naturally I thought I was dying um like but in a way where I actually started like spiraling into this zone where I like I did the classic WebMD thing where I was like I have headaches and they were like you're dying and I was like (laughs) Okay, well, this is it. I've had a pretty good run, you know. It's there's other things that I wanted to do, but here we are. Um, anyway, and I really, I know this sounds like I think a lot of people will understand when I say this, but I really like, I really slipped down into a dark, a dark zone. Anyway, ended up going to the doctor. They were like laughing at me, like, "Are you serious? You know, it's a headache." So, um, got a bunch of tests done. Found finally. Finally found a really nice doctor. Ooh. And now my question is, Penny, when is it appropriate to, like, ask a doctor if you guys can, like, go steady? You know what I mean? Like, how do you ask a doctor to be your doctor? Or do you just keep going to them? You just keep going to them. Oh, okay. There's no, like, official... ask them out. Is this an exclusive... Okay, (laughs) got it. You know, okay. (laughs) Okay, good. Just checking because... I, you know, I just, I don't want anything to happen with, you know, this relationship because I think it's, I think it's going places. Okay. I mean, I, I would this, advise against this... bringing them flowers or chocolates. Just play it cool. <laughs> um, be cool, Britt. Be, be cool. chill out. Right. Um, Got it. Okay. Can you please, uh, by the way, everyone, I have to tell the funniest part of the story, which is that Britt was, she was in the midst of this headache, brain tumor panic. Um, which yeah. we've, all, we've all been there. And she went yeah. to buy something online and then she thought to herself, it was just like a top or something. And she's like, what's the point? <laughs> I really thought, thought I'm like, well, gonna die. like, why would I, like, why would I be like buying new clothes or like, actually it was, I was looking to buy like a new desk. So it was like a pretty substantial <laughs> purchase. And I was like, why would I spend this big money? You know what I mean? I'd rather just like be able to give this to when I when I leave. Well, Britt, if you buy the new desk and uh, then you die, you could always just give it to me. Give the desk to someone. Exactly. Yeah. To you. Perfect. Yeah. Good. I, I'll come so, over I and mean, like the good... put some post-its on your stuff and let you know what I'm after. 
Perfect. That would be great. <laughs> what a way to go. Um, um, can the I, good thing, can I just say one more thing? Absolutely. Before? Yeah. Just, I'm sorry. Sorry. Then I, I promise I want to know how you are. <laughs> it's not all about me, I promise. Um, but uh, I one thing that did come of it, because people are probably thinking, well, like, what was this headache thing all about? And maybe some of you have had this similar experience because basically it was like, bad posture, sitting down for long periods of time, neck, shoulders, all this stuff. And it was like tension headaches that were coming up. So I totally revamped my whole workstation. I now can actually stand when I work. I can sit. I've got a nice comfy chair. I've got like ergonomic, you know, whatever, all this stuff. And it's helped so much. So I encourage you, if you're having like back pain or whatever, just like maybe get a keyboard and a mouse. You know what I mean? Mm, And also fix that posture. Because, like, yeah. I had this debilitating neck pain once and I was like, oh, my God, I think I must have, like, whiplash or something. And I went to yeah. the physio and he's like, see how you're sitting now with your head, like, over your knees Forward, and your back yeah. all the way back there? That means that, like, all of the weight from your very heavy head is just being put on, like, one or two vertebrae instead of being stacked on all the vertebrae. So, yeah, exactly. posture is super important. Which, um, But when you're working on a laptop, like, if you're working on a laptop, you're even if you're, like, standing up straight, you're always shifting your focus down, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's really good to have, like, a screen. And I didn't realize, like, I knew these things were important, but I didn't think that as someone in their early 30s yeah. that it would be, you know oh, what I mean? Honey, like, that it could actually. The 30s is where you start to get old. Like, that's where all <laughs> the right. stuff happens, where your doctor's that's like, right. oh, you know. Um, totally. My gynecologist yeah, the other day was like, you're not old, but you're not young either. <laughs> And then I read (laughs) – one of the things you definitely shouldn't do is look at the Google reviews for German gynecologists. You will never go to any appointment. It's true. Because they're all just like, this person is a psychopath. (laughs) You know, they have the empathy of a peanut. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Okay, Penny, how are you doing? What's what's up with Penny? Well, but I just want to talk about one thing that you reminded me of. Oh, okay, sure. With regards to death because – Ah, good. It's good to talk about it. So I just read this thing the other day called A Beginner's Guide to Swedish Death Cleaning. And basically, apparently in Sweden, um, if you know you're going to die, you sort of, well, I mean, like when you're getting old, you start to go through Mm. your house and like clean up, get rid of the junk, put labels on things, um, you know, like get organized so that people can just be like, bam, 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 bam. So, yeah, maybe that's something to think about. Do they, do they recommend doing that even if you're, like, if you're not old or you're not, do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, is it's this something where they're like, that cleaning. just might be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spring cleaning. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks, Penny, for that delightful anecdote. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> and how are you doing? How are you? So I'm great. I've got really good news, actually. Um, and this is for long-time Ooh. listeners. Uh, it's a little bit of a triumph, personally, but my big toenail is back. He's come back <laughs> over the winter. He's like a brand new guy. My other toenail <laughs> looks shit in comparison because it's like all, it's lived a whole life, whereas this one is new like a baby. Fresh. I am so excited. You need so to excited. stub the other toe now and have the whole regrow thing. <laughs> Maybe next there. winter I'll Wouldn't, do that. Yeah, yeah winter, just, yeah. winter months. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. and so I oh my god, that's to, I'm so happy for you. Thank you, and I can't wait to take him out for like a little summer stroll in my Birkenstocks. <laughs> show him off. <laughs> 
Oh my god! <laughs> Next time That's you see amazing. me, I'm gonna be like, "Have you seen my toenail? Isn't it gorgeous?" Yeah. Just take a look. Yeah. Mm. But speaking oh, of you which, you kept showing everybody your toenail <laughs> when it was in bad bad situations. That was yeah, not cool. I put a trigger warning not on cool. there though. Um, but also like, Britt, are you like, so I don't know if you guys know, you guys being our enormous audience, but, um, mm-hmm. in Berlin, we had like this very adorable winter period. It was like full snow, we did. lots of frolicking. There were snowmen blo- bloody well everywhere. Um, and it was great. But then literally last week or no, sorry, this week, it was just like spring has sprung. And so it's been like 18 degrees. It's super warm and sunny. And I realized like my wardrobe is not ready for this warm weather. Like what did I even wear before? What did I wear last year? Well, you have have things locked away, I think. I do, but what's in there? I can't even imagine it. It's in my cellar. Yeah, I know. I don't remember either. I don't remember either. I was thinking that too. I was like, should I go down and get out my summer gear? And then I was like, oh, no, wait. We're definitely going to be slipping back into kind of normal Normal February March weather, pretty quick here. Yeah, which is not bad. Like I think it's still it will still be like ten ish degrees, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. I yeah, think we I just got that. like a glimmer of a little week off oh. winter. I think that's nice. Gorgeous. Whoever organized that, five stars. Loved it. Totally. Yeah. Well, I'd do that again. Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, that's been so nice. It's been the thing is when because these times, especially in winter, there's that feeling of like nothing and winter pandemic you know it's been going on a long time there's that feeling of like nothing's changing it's all mundane and the same and this spring this little sliver and now I feel bad if people haven't had a sliver of spring (laughs) if you're listening from somewhere else but you know like just this little bit of change was such a it it helped so much it was like hallelujah totally things do change things evolve time moves on you know it had that that feeling life can improve um, and totally because <laughs> Berlin is not a beautiful city. So we had the snow and that covered all this horrible stuff like dog poo and cigarette butts. And then <laughs> it melted. And I am telling you, I went outside oh. one day after the snow was melting. And I literally like I went to the supermarket for two seconds and then ran home. I was like, ah! because it was just like black sludge everywhere. It was yeah, it was a hellscape, and so I feel like we really deserve that little hot, hot week that we're just having right now. That's so funny. Yeah, Berlin is a funny, a funny little dirty place, um, but we love it. You <laughs> a know, funny but little we dirty love place it. in every possible Isn't way. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Work. Work. She never I'm loses so it, does she? She's no, got it. No, it's always just ready to rock. Uh, Penny, what's going on with you work-wise? How's work? Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I feel like I'm so glad that after a lackluster 2020, I'm back in charge in 2021. So thanks for asking. Um, Penny's back, baby. I'm back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I wanted to talk about the concept of this January and February and how they are, they've been so bad. Like they've been very – because in Germany we had a lockdown, obviously. I'm sure a lot of other places were in lockdown. The rules were like worse than ever before. You could only have one person at your house at a time. It was freezing outside. So it was like you are literally either in your apartment or you are 
visiting someone else's apartment. Um, and mm-hmm. so like getting up in the morning and trying to motivate yourself to do work was so hard <laughs> or yeah. was it just me? <laughs> um, a hundred percent. Yeah. Motivation in the old toilet, in as I like the to say. toilet. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, um, I've written down a couple of ways that I got through this. Um, oh, thank God. That's great. <laughs> Cause I think we, I think that a lot of people are still in that zone and I am st- like, even though we have sunny weather right now, I know next week I'm going to be like, oh my God. So I'm looking forward to your little tips here. Yeah. Let's so, hear it. Uh, I got a lot of different colored post-its and I've got them <laughs> <laughs> all over my Cute. wall for colors. And I put the, the different yeah. tasks in different colors. So, and then also I read that you can do this thing, which is very immature. So brace yourself, but instead of having a to-do list, you have like a mission. And so there's like the main mission and then there are the side quests. So on your to-do list, like the main mission is really important, key tasks. And then side quests are like, you know, promote yourself on LinkedIn or those kind of little things. So you feel like you're more on an adventure. And then I went even further with this theme and I realized that if you listen to movie soundtracks while you're working, <laughs> like uh, Tron Legacy, Amazing. Interstellar, Last of the Mohicans, it can make you feel like <laughs> really. <laughs> you're really on a quest. I was on a quest. I was on a January and February quest at my desk writing sales strategy. It was wild. I love this. Yeah. I love this so much. Um, I love that you gamified your work. Yeah. You know, you've like gamified your agenda or whatever, your to-do list. That's such a good idea. Exactly. I love that. I I only, I do very basic post-it task things. So I'll write things out on post-its. And then as I complete them, I crumple them up. Me too. It me too. It feels so good. Yeah. And then I throw them away. Yeah. I'm like, this is the recycling. Yeah. This is the environmental cost of the, the pandemic is like lots of paper. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's so much better to get things off the screen. And then finally, um, the final tip is uh, I read this article and I just agreed with it. So I thought I'd share it with everyone, but it's called Workplace Besties Are a Must. Um, so it's all about yeah. having a best friend at work and someone who you can talk to honestly and um, – Yeah, so I've got like my little network of people that I gab with during the day. I'm just like, will you just look at this? You know, like screenshotting things and sending it to them and complaining and so on and so forth. It does really help to actually stay in communication, even if it's just via text. Um, So, yeah. yeah. That's why I've heard of my mom was telling me that she, uh, one of her friends, like basically logs on to like FaceTime or whatever, or Zoom, like opens a Zoom call with her colleague in the morning and they just like are on a Zoom call all day, but like That's working cute. on their own. Like, so yeah. So like sometimes they'll be like, oh, like, you know, whatever, going to get a coffee or whatever. But like, they're always, there's always like someone there with mm. them. So I thought that was kind of, I that's mean, that's adorable. too much for me. I'd be whatever, but like, I think it's really a cute idea. Maybe even just for like an afternoon every once in a while or something would be kind of cute. Yeah. And you work side by side. You feel like you're working, sitting next to somebody. Yeah. Nice. That's cute. Yeah. I love that. Real nice. And how about you, Britt? Yeah. You know, work is going, work is going pretty good. I have, uh, so in terms of like where I'm at um, in my sort of 
work journey, my career journey, I guess at this point, and I've talked a lot about this just with friends and and stuff, but like last year was my first year as a freelancer. So I was kind of doing everything, saying yes to a lot, which was kind of the whole plan. Um, But I did a lot of sort of random things. And I was really lucky to be given a lot of unique and interesting, you know, opportunities that came from a lot of different directions. So um, so I did a lot, but I felt like I was definitely spread quite thin in terms of like not focusing on yeah, anything, yeah, yeah. you know? And now I feel like, okay, I really, I'm like craving this like deep focus where I have a really like, maybe it's, maybe it's really big that's like unachievable, but just something that I'm really working towards. And I feel like I had that and then I sort of lost track of it. So my focus right my focus right now is to find my focus. Um, <laughs> but just to like figure out what it is, like what is my big goal that I'm working towards and then being more specific about the things that I'm choosing to do and the time, like the things that I'm spending my time on, mm. you know, and things that I'm concerning myself with. Oh, 100%. Um, because I think you can so quickly get lost and I feel a little bit, I feel a little bit discombobulated. Mm. Is that the right word? I love that word. Um, Yeah. So I'm trying to do that a little bit more. Um, Little things like actually last night was really cool. I did an Instagram live and now I'm sure we're going to talk about this later, but Penny is not on Instagram right now, (laughs) which, you know, it's just, I feel, I actually feel like I need to tell you so many more things because we, <laughs> like you used to find things out on Instagram, through, like both of us. But anyways, it doesn't matter. That's besides the point. But I did an Instagram live with this man last night. His name is Michael Janda and he has a really big Instagram following and he's sort of, um, if you haven't heard of him before, he kind of does, um, he's kind of like a similar message to Chris Doe and I'm sure a lot of people who know who Chris Doe is, but basically he teaches um, business to creatives and, you know, he works with a lot of like freelancers. He has a few courses, but he's very, he's, first of all, he's so smiley and just like such a nice guy, (laughs) Um, but also was so great. So we talked about pricing your work and like sales and negotiation and stuff like this. And he really, he, I mean, he, he gave me such, I feel like these were just these really fundamental basics that I just didn't know Mm. about like pricing and things. And those are the kinds of things that I'm, that I want to try to also now make things a little bit more, um, like thought through, you know, cause like everything before was like, when it comes to pricing, I was like, I, how about this? You know, like (laughs) what, how does that, how's that, you know? And everyone's just like, okay, I guess, or no, that's too much or whatever. Or they accept right away. And you're like, damn, I should have charged more (laughs) like those kind of things. Right. So, so, but when it comes to price, like you can actually, there's like systems you can use and there's like, you know, equations or whatever, like things you can actually put in place that make things. Can you tell us about one of them? Yeah. So when he, I just started by asking, uh, and he knows he has so much to talk about that he really, uh, like I asked, so where do you even start when it comes to pricing your work? Right? Like what's the, do you have a a starting point? Right. And then he kind of shared this really nice, um, uh, why do I keep wanting to say equation? It's more of a formula, Mm -hmm. let's say. So you start with a number of, um, and of course, this can be kind of arbitrary, but the number of like how much you want to make in a year, right? And, you know, I guess depending on your seniority and stuff, you would pick a number um, that you you want. So let's say I want to make like 100,000 in a Mm -hmm. year. 
Uh, I'm just choosing that number because it's really easy to divide. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then it's like, then you kind of uh, divide it up into like, you know, working hours in a week or whatever, right? So you figure out what your hourly rate is, which ends up being around like if you want 100 grand, it's like 40, 45 bucks an hour, which actually seems quite low. But mm-hmm. that's, of course, your 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 baseline. So you start there with like, what's your hourly rate? And that is your, um, that's not your hourly rate. That's your cost of production, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's your production cost as a freelancer. You don't really have much um, overhead, right? Because you don't have an office, you work from home, blah, blah, blah. But you can include those things if you want. But that's kind of your cost of production. Then you think about what your, um, how much profit you want to make on it. And you blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, depending on what you do and your expertise and this and that, you can increase your profit margin. Like your profit margin can be massive, right? It can be 300, 400% if you want mm-hmm. it to be. Um, and and you kind of do, do it like that. And then um, when you're, uh, you know, talking about price with a client, you really have such a good idea of where you will draw the line, yeah. where you're like, absolutely, I'll never go lower than this yeah. because of this or whatever, right? So you can kind of, and then of course, if the client has a bigger budget, you can have more profit margin and this and that, whatever. Um, so there were these things that he shared that were just so easy to understand, mm. but just really, I'd never really thought of it like that, yeah. you know? So a lot of really cool stuff like that. So I'd like to incorporate more of those things in my work. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've been running sales training for some of my clients lately and it's funny cause like I've been doing this stuff for a long time. So I kind of go through a few fun, what I think are the fundamentals and then they'll, they'll be like, what about pricing? And I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I should talk yeah. about pricing. And I realized like that sort of thing is very, people are very confused about it. Um, and, yeah. it's, and it's very yeah. contentious and also like it's completely subjective. Like people will pay whatever they think something's worth if they can. Exactly, um, exactly. So we talked a lot about that as well and about, you know, um, what is it called where you uh, you give a uh, you give them like a really high number at first and say like, you know, when I worked at, like as a freelancer, you can do this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, back when I worked at this agency, we would charge something like this and yeah. you like freak them out, right? Mm-hmm. With this like crazy number. And then you're like, you know, but me, you know, I have less overhead and da 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 da. So I would do something maybe more in this range. Mm-hmm. But you've given them this big number where they're like, okay, that's what that's worth. And then, you know, so I can't remember what that's called. It's like setting a, an, an expectation, like a thing. I guess. I don't, yeah. I would not anyway. do that. I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm not so good at this stuff, but I'm kind That's of like. so interesting. Yeah. I'd be like, no, why would I need to play a game? But I'm also a good salesperson. So if I have a conversation with someone, they nine times out of 10, they'll buy the thing regardless of the price. Yeah. But yeah, totally. <laughs> that that sounds arrogant, as, but it's like, like I, my whole job. <laughs> I get, I get that you think that that's kind of like playing, you know, mind games or whatever, but it's all psychology. Mm. So it's like, I mean, everything we do is, you know, is about that, those kinds of things. And it's just about like, I think, um, you know, not like never like those kind of things of like, don't say the lowest price first, you know, yeah. don't oh, say God, this costs no. usually around 15 to 20,000, yeah, you know, yeah. then you're never going to get more than 15 or whatever. Right. So it's like, yeah. So there are just these little tips and tricks that it's just psychology. I, I hate thinking of it as a game because I also don't like that idea mm. of like tricking people into paying more, but, um, but also it's, it's about how to get what you are worth and yeah. what, you know, yeah, what will help sure. you have a great 
career and yeah, life, I guess. Yeah. I and know. also anyway, um, but <laughs> what oh, no, shit. Please. you were just saying something about it's not it's psychology, get what you're worth, agency. Oh no, I lost it. Feeling like it's a game. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's Shoot. okay. <laughs> Um, All right. Oh. Anyway, but you should actually somehow get onto Instagram, Pen, and watch this this conversation because it's it's basically ninety five percent of him talking and me just asking little questions and then he goes on <laughs> big kind of rants, but like not not rants in a bad way, but like the there were so many really great little things that he said around pricing mm. and and that kind of stuff that maybe you could even just get ideas for your yeah. For your own sales materials. And will you send me the I mean, link? Of course. <laughs> How do yes. I find this thing? Because the thing is, did well, it's you know on Instagram, that, that's the problem. Yeah. So did you know that once you're on not on Instagram anymore, you can't click into things. You can't actually interact with things. Like I can look at your profile and it will show me maybe like nine tiles, but I can't click into any yeah. of them and I can't click load more and I can't so I'll have to wait till Jed gets home and watch it on his Account. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Okay, good. Great. Culture. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about culture. What do you got for us, Pen? Well. My, Penny's like the culture gal, so I'm always <laughs> very excited about this. I'm about to change your life, um, but only <laughs> if you're a very specific type of person. Um, but I'm, <laughs> I'm listening to this great new podcast called Celebrity Book Club and it's literally just my favourite thing ever at the moment. It's a weekly podcast where these two comedians, they read a memoir, like a celebrity memoir or autobiography or biography um, and they basically talk about it. Um, but first of all, you don't have to care at all about the celebrity. You don't even have to know who they are. They're often kind of like awkward B-grade people who you, you haven't really heard of or you haven't thought of for years and years. And these two people are what I would call a scream. They are a literal scream. Like I <laughs> listen to this podcast. I've got my earpods in. I'm walking around the house like pottering and I'm just laughing loudly to myself. <laughs> like it's so fun. Yeah. It's extremely gay. Like it's very flamboyantly gay. So if you're not really, if you don't really get that culture, then it's not for you. <laughs> but um, if right. you like RuPaul or any of those like extremely obnoxiously gay people um, in a good way, <laughs> then this is for you. It's a, it's a real scream. Cool. That sounds fun. How about you? I think I did listen to a little bit of, I think I did listen to a little bit of one episode. I've realized that, God, I don't know, like this, the whole podcast thing, which is hilarious because we're on a podcast right now, um, <laughs> he's like, I, I'm a very specific podcast listener. Oh, yeah. I think everyone like I, is. And, but I'm very, like, like you listen to podcasts all the time. Oh, you yeah. listen to them when you go on walks, you listen to them at home when you're cleaning, you listen to them like when you're just hanging out cooking, you listen to them like all – but I'm like – I have to be alone, obviously, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess. But like I have to be alone and I have to be like doing something kind of mundane. Mm -hmm. Like I can't I, – I don't know. It's like – but I find that those – those points in my day are very rare. You know, it yeah. used to be, of course, you're like commuting. So you're listening to podcasts when you commute, right? Or um, whatever. So I guess on walks, I'll go listen to podcasts. But then again, I'm also really enjoying like quiet time where there's no stimulus. Mm. 
I'm definitely you know? a podcast so anyway, addict. I, don't know. I feel like I yeah. listen to too many of them. And so it's always like, yeah, my like I know so many people who listen to so many podcasts, and I and I'm always like, where? How did what? You know? But then I'm like, oh yeah, like when I'm cooking, I'm always listening to music. When I'm like, you know, hanging out, I'm just yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. So yeah. there are certain podcasts that like get through the cracks, and then I'm like, oh, I love that, and then then I'm like obsessed with it. Um, but it's rare. It's yeah. rare for me. Yeah, I mean, I've been anyway. trying to cut down. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because I think the thing is that I I sometimes feel a bit lonely. So I'm like, I want mm. voices around. And like, I definitely can't listen that to podcasts sense. while I work. And I actually work in yeah. relative silence most of the time. If someone puts music on, I don't care. But I find the it's really irritating to me to have to find the right music that's not going to distract me or annoy me or whatever. Like, yes. I don't want to do that. I'd rather someone else just turn it on and it's not my problem. Um, yeah. And also, even when I'm cooking, I want to listen to a podcast for sure. I want to. I want to be like, yeah. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah. Also, my friend Jess from back home. Um, she's a total legend. Mm-hmm. She recommended a podcast called The Through Line, and it's all about history. Because um, mm. I think months ago I was like, I'm quitting the news. I'm quitting politics. I'm just. I'm going to read history so or, or learn about history. So um, the through line is really good because they explore things that like, like for example, the Korean War. I listened to the podcast about that one, learned all about it. It was That's fantastic. That's super interesting. Yeah. And it's just digestible 30-minute episodes, I think, 30-ish. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. And like like well told, like told like a story yeah. or like yeah. how is it? Exactly. Yeah. You can yeah, really keep that, up. I love the sound of that. Yeah, because some okay. history podcasts are like, and then Napoleon took the Western Front. And you're like, what's a front? (laughs) (laughs) Who's Napoleon? Where's West? I'm lost. Mm. Oh, God. First sentence. And I'm done. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. I'm, uh, I'm going to check that one out, I think, because we'll put that in the show notes for sure, because I think that would be right up. Well, maybe not right up my alley, but it's like something where that I would like for it to be up my alley. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I it's not up feeling. my alley yet. Yeah. But I'm like, that, sh- that should be up my alley. Oh, yeah. You know, I should know a little bit more about history. That's like my, um, my like book choices, my book, my book choices, which we've talked about before in the podcast, but they're always very kind of random. But every now and again, after I've read a few like um, stupid books, let's say, <laughs> as in really easy, no substance, yeah. like fly through mm. them, bit of a laugh, Page whatever. Turner. Exactly. But every now and again, like after I read a few of those, I'm like, Brittany, you got to challenge yourself a little mm. bit here. You know, like it can't always be super easy. So I started reading this book, uh, which I started around Christmas time and I had to put it down <laughs> because it was just too intense. Um, the Orphan Master's Son. That sounds so- sad automatically. Ooh. If you've got orphan in the title, it's already hard work. It uh, it's it's very very sad story, mm. um, and it takes place in North Korea, and it's oh. just heavy as shit. Yeah. So it's like every now and again you're reading it, and you're like, you know, I think I'm gonna need to now pick up a David Sedaris, you know, short story and just 
like, yeah. Have so I have My whole thing is to have these two kinds of books going at once mm-hmm. because if you only have the super serious, this book, I really want to read it. And I'm at the, I'm near the end of it. And I'm just like, you have to finish this, Brittany, you know, because it's really good, but it's also just like really dark. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, yeah, kind of bouncing between two books uh, always mm. at, at once, which I think is super helpful. Yeah. I do that a little bit as well, but also I realized the other day, like if I pick up a book and I start reading it and I'm like, oh, this is going to be really, really good and I'm going to really enjoy this, I tend to then put it down for quite a long time and I'm like, I'm going to save this for when I need it. Isn't that weird? That's good. I'm like, I'm going to save this one for a rainy day and then I'm going to read it all in one go. That's cute. (laughs) Gosh, such a little, that's a little bookworm, uh, Bookworm activity, I would yeah, say. A friendly neighborhood know? bookworm. Um, exactly. Um, <laughs> what was the one that and we then, just read? We both just read a book. Uh, How to oh, Murder Your yeah. Life. Oh. That book. That one. So I would recommend that to, I like, I think it's for, it's for, it's for a female, I would say. I think it's for book. women, yeah. Yeah, it's for, it's for a female. <laughs> so if you want to listen to what this a podcast weird thing to say. and it's like for, yeah. know how to get your life together and then you want to murder your life, the book is, it's all about this woman yeah. who, and it's a real, it's a true story. It's a memoir about a woman who worked in publishing in New York. She's a writer um, and she's also a crazy drug addict and she's like a high functioning yeah drug addict and it's like normally I don't really like books about drugs because I'm like oh god this is it's the same as like I don't want to read a really sad book about slaves or whatever sorry but I just yeah I know that that was bad Uh, (laughs) um yeah yeah so but this one was like there was something so like completely unputdownable about it I felt yeah, it was, and I tried to explain this to a couple of people because I was talking about it, and a couple of people had that reaction where they're like, "I don't think I want to read that," mm. like about this drug addict girl, and mm. like that sounds a little. And I'm like, it's interesting because it's, I mean, she wrote it; it's her memoir, and the way she writes it, it's more entertaining, funny, and like it's almost like she doesn't even believe the kinds of things yeah. that she was doing. like. <laughs> yeah. You know, every now and again, she'll be like, "Can you believe that?" or whatever you know and it's like so it's told in this really this this very um Gossipy light-hearted kind of yeah. place yeah yeah it's not like it doesn't feel dark yeah it's not like high level literature but it's 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 just this yeah, very right. gossipy conversational tone um but she does have yeah, a way with yeah. words which I can never put my finger on um and it, I know because at first I wasn't sure about it I was like I don't know about this me and then too I was like, oh no okay Okay, I kind of mm. get it. Like it's a, it's a certain style. So at first you might feel like this is a really dumb book. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I feel like you have that, mo- right? Me too. I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> and then I kind of got into it and I was like, oh, okay. It's like this is kind of her style. And mm. um, yeah, it's not a stupid book. It's say. not stupid, yeah. okay? It's not a stupid book. And what's been um, One other thing I had oh, on my, yeah, on my culture uh, list here and I don't know, I can't remember if we've talked about this in the podcast before. I don't think so. But, um, and I'm really sorry to do this about, uh, to bring it to the pandemic again. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I just thought, I just kind of was laughing about this because I feel like there's like this very obvious, um, like kind of, there's been this really funny trajectory of this crazy pandemic thing, right? Like the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, what? This is so crazy. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Oh my God. And then people were like, um, 
annoyed by it immediately, right? Like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, I can't see my friends. I can't do, everything's closed. And they're angry, right? And then everybody kind of like accepted it. And they were like, we got this. You know, we're staying home. Everybody's doing it. We're baking. We're exercising. We're doing, you know what I mean? Like everybody was like, rah, rah, rah. And now I feel like we're all just like, fuck yeah. this. Yeah. This is the home Garbage. stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're like everybody's like everyone I talk to. I'm like, I'm like, how are you? You know, and they're like, Ugh. you know, it's like you get like a grunt out of everybody. Mm. And I think that this is it's just interesting to look back on it and and literally see these very specific sections of different emotions that we're all feeling as like a whole. You know, and it seems to be really like it's like it's transcending. Like you know, everyone I talk to from different parts of the world, we're all in the same. Mm zone usually mm -hmm. more or less you know anyway but yeah so I'm just kind of I was just thinking about that and I wanted to mention it um and then I also love like in a culture sense um how funny corona has been on like our conversations and the things that we talk about and like that kind of stuff because it's just like there's there's nothing new ever with anybody <laughs> you really have to make so you, things up hey Right? So you talk to people and like every now and again, and I would just, I would just, you know, just think about this next time you're talking to a friend or maybe you're whatever in a conversation. Think about like, like what you're actually talking about. And it's probably going to be like socks or like, you know, friggin' what to put in your bread that you know, whatever. It's going to be so boring because there's like nothing to talk about. Yeah, but so it's also so, it's, it's so like funny. coping mechanisms. Everyone's like, well, what I'm doing yeah. is I'm having a friend over That's in true. two weeks time. We're going to have some wine. That's right. I've got the yeah. menu planned. Coping. I've been planning it for three weeks, yeah. you know. What I do in the morning is I get up and I go straight outside and I do, you know, everyone all has their thing that they're like trying. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's just so, anyways, I find it kind of humorous yeah. if you, and all these if things you, that if you don't like, get really upset about it. Yeah. And all these things that like people do are now just considered normal. Like for example, when you work from home, everyone's like, well, I still do my commute every morning, i.e. they get on their bike and ride to work. And then they just ride straight home. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. like, yeah, just it's just so funny that we've all become the same person, basically. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, we're it's all the same. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. What lifestyle? What a delight. <laughs> this is, dude, this is literally it. This is hilarious. Do you have, what do you, what do you got lifestyle wise? How's your lifestyle? Okay. Thing? Well, actually I'm not going to talk about that because you know what my lifestyle Great. is. Great. Um, but <laughs> everybody does. We're all in the same lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, Correct. But I have some very good news. So I was listening to when Brittany and I had this podcast recording scheduled I was like, oh, my God, what do we even talk about on the podcast? It's been so long. So I listened to a mm -hmm. few old episodes and I and it's really cool, actually, because there's a because we've recorded every week pretty much for the last year or so. We've got a bit of a portrait of the pandemic throughout all of these episodes. Um, yeah. But one of the things that popped up was this book called uh, in a, an episode last year, I was talking about this book that I wanted to buy that came out in February 2021 and I was really upset um, because I wanted to read it right away and it was called Laziness Does Not Exist. 
um, mm-hmm. and I was really excited about it. And so I listened to this episode and I was like, oh, my God, maybe this book is out and I can talk about it on the podcast. I can't believe how quickly that year's gone. I can literally remember finding that book and being like, oh, and then realising I'd have to wait a whole year. So anyway, I've read, I've read a bit of it and I think it's really interesting because, like, it's just trying to – it's a, at first I was disappointed because a lot of these things they start talking about, um, they kind of open with these stories, right, about the author and the author's friends and so on and so forth. Um, yeah. And they are all what you would call a workaholic. <laughs> and I was like, you guys yeah. wouldn't know laziness if it hit you in the face. Like I was so angry. I was like, yeah. You know, don't you tell yeah. me that you worked to the point of burnout and you had to go to hospital and you still thought you were lazy. I I was so mad actually. I was like, oh, here we go. Another story about how people yeah. are like, oh, why, why? I worked myself to the bone like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, the, and there was one story where she's talking about um, going to work even though she had a terrible flu and it just never went away. And she kind of presented that from the perspective of her feeling sorry for herself. I'm like, also you spread the flu. Like that's kind of a bananas concept totally. in the time of COVID. You're like, don't take your runny nose to work, <laughs> you awful person. Don't you dare. Mm. Totally. But anyway, oh God, so I'm, I've kind of only just started it but <laughs> – um, it did get me to think of one thing differently though and that is that like I talk about how lazy I am all the time and I genuinely believe I'm extremely lazy because I won't do something unless I have to. But then again, mm-hmm. like I have a newsletter, I have a podcast, I have a freelance career, I have a social life, I do creative writing on the side. Like I do clean. a lot of things yeah. that are actually not, uh, they're voluntary basically. Um, so it's yeah, about so like, like untying the narrative you know? that you tell yourself. Yeah. It's like, are you genuinely tired? Maybe you could yeah. actually just be freaking tired. Um, yeah. or you might need a break or you might be stressed or like, so basically she's kind of trying to untie that. So we'll keep you up to date that, cool. with that one. Yeah, please do. Because I do, I, I would be curious and probably I, I often, I mean, just the other day you were like, I was saying something about how I could be doing more or something. And Penny was just like, what? Brittany, you know, so I think, you know, we, but we all sort of do that to ourselves. You know, we both have done that where we're like, I'm so lazy. And then we're like, if you really look at it, you're like, am I? Um, so yeah. Yeah. That's, what that's is really laziness? Exactly. What does that even mean? Well, I'll um, report back. Penny Blackmore is please on the case. Please I love that. <laughs> Annie Blackmore coming in from her apartment. From Berlin. Um, from Berlin. Sorry, right. Uh, okay, so you want to... <laughs> I want to know about your so lifestyle, got... Britt. Share. So here's the thing. <laughs> and this is going to sound graphic, but it's not. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm strapping myself in here. <laughs> graphic? So the thing is... Oh, boy. The thing is, I've had a little bit of a rivalry with... Uh, Yeast, as Ooh. in the thing you use to bake with. <laughs> okay, gotcha. What you bake with. Yeah. Okay, yeah. baking yeast. This is a bread-related right. piece of content. Br- bread, okay. <laughs> so I've had a bit of a, and by the way, I do realize that this is now tying back to my talk about corona conversations because what I'm about to share is a, is a classic corona conversation. Uh-huh. Um, but so I, every time I try to bake with yeast, it 
it falls flat. <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> except for I definitely intended it. I liked it. it. Um, I liked it a lot. Thank you. Um, it's like, but it's just like, I can't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't get it to work. It wouldn't happen. And then last weekend, I uh, was at home with a delightful cream cheese spread that I had just bought from the market. Jalapeno cream cheese spread. It's Yum. delicious. Yum. Um, and without, I had no bread. I was at home with a cream cheese spread and nothing to spread it on, if you can even imagine the That's horror. That's a full disaster. So, I really genuinely hate that. I'm like, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, what? I couldn't believe how this had, like, slipped through the cracks, you know? Like, because usually I'm really good about my bread, like, having bread in the house. I love bread. So um, so it was really funny. And then I, the elevator was broken. So I didn't want to go outside <laughs> and have to walk up the stairs again. There's the laziness coming into effect. But what's interesting, so then I, f- I looked up online, like, easiest no-brain bread recipe. Like, can I do this or whatever? And I made a loaf of bread, Penny. Yes! And it, it turned out. It was crunchy on the outside and soft on the inside. It was warm because, of course, it just came out of the oven. But, like, it was amazing. It was like fresh bread. And it only, t- it actually, it took under two hours. So you do need to leave the bread like to rise for one hour Ugh, only. That's annoying. But like it, yeah, but it's only one hour, you know, usually, I mean, apparently you can, the longer you leave it, the better it is or whatever. Right. Mm. But, um, but I'm telling you, so I just feel this great sense of accomplishment and it's nice to know that yeast doesn't hate me. You know what I mean? Like, cause I really thought I'm like, there's something there's something not meshing well here. It's you good know? to know. But also now I've, I've figured it out. Literally 11 months into the pandemic, Brittany's finally baked a flipping loaf of bread. <laughs> like she's been trying, exactly. by the way. She's been like, today I I'm going to make cinnamon scrolls or something else. And, and it's yeah. just been a bit of a disaster the whole time. It's never. So I've just been watching yeah. from the sidelines thinking to myself, yeah. when she gets it right, I'll get her to give me the You'll recipe. You'll be right there. Yeah. And I'll have a I'll have a snack of the bread. And by the way, the bread she made was very good. I I ate some. I did I did share it with Penny. And it um it was like I just can't believe it. Anyway, I will share the recipe because it's flipping so easy <laughs> and so good. Yes! So I'll put that in the show notes as well for for all y'all that are interested in an easy no muss no fuss bread baking experience. Oh, love that. Yeah, I've been taking. That's, it. That's all I got. I I feel like since I deleted Instagram, I've been taking so f- uh, many less pictures, like of stuff. Like I went, yeah. I've done some things, and I'm like, normally I'd be snapping away, and now I just yeah. sit there and just don't take snaps, and it's like a whole thing to not worry about. But the one thing I am taking a weird amount of photos of is my food. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm like, I just have to prove that there's something good going on in my life. <laughs> I do that too. I take so many pictures of my food and I do post some of them, but I have so many pictures of food that are never going to be seen by anybody else. It's mm. very weird. Yeah. I just looked at and my camera th- Sometimes they don't even like, look good. Why don't you take that picture of your toast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If so. you just look, if you, if you have an iPhone and you go into your photos and you just search food, it'll show you all of your food photos oh, and it's alarming. No. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do that after this call. Um, yeah, I mean, do after it. this podcast. <laughs> Thank you.
you everybody for listening to our first episode back. Um, I got some really, I know that you also got some like nice messages of people being like, what's happening with the podcast? Are you guys ever coming back? Yeah. Um, so it feels good to be back. Yeah. And I'm happy about it. I was thinking about why we do this podcast. Because <laughs> sometimes yeah. I'm like, why do we do it? <laughs> it's like kind of an expensive yeah. hobby as we've said it before. But like. I do think there is definitely a lack of like just escapist content out there that's just like cheerful and you can – because every other podcast is like, well, we better talk about the hard things that are going on in the world. It's like, no, don't. Like I I know they're there. I don't want to listen to any more stuff. Like it's sad and depressing. Yeah. So we're here to make you laugh, make a fool of ourselves and – We're happy to be those people. Tell you our life hacks. So – Yeah, so don't be afraid to share this podcast with a friend who's maybe needing a little bit of a cheering up. Yeah. Who doesn't right now, actually? Two bimbos on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Bimbos. I haven't heard that in a while. That's great. I know people don't use that word anymore, but they should, I feel. No, they don't. (laughs) Let's bring it back. We're bringing it back. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Yeah, do it. And don't be a dick. That's right.